0: Gear up as Cash Miller and a team of accomplished guests steer you on an enlightening voyage filled with valuable tips, fresh insights, and effective strategies. Welcome to Marketing Masters, the agency power show. Hello, everyone. My name is Cash Miller. I'm the host of Marketing Masters, CEO of Titan Digital. Today, we're going to talk podcast marketing, you know, why you should be doing podcasting because it's really effective for businesses. I've got with me Luis Camejo with Biz Bros. Luis, it's great to have you on. Tell us a bit about yourself, what you do because you're in the podcasting world uh, Absolutely,
1: as well. gosh, I'm excited to be here. I'm honored. Uh, but yeah, my name is Luis. I'm from Venezuela originally. Uh, you know, we owe a fractional content team agency in the last five years and we also own a physical studio location in Florida called Studio Podcast Suites. And uh, we have a show called Content is Profit. We're part of the Hotspot Podcast Network. We almost hit 500 episodes so far in the last three years. So lots of lots of content produced, lots of conversations, and we, we really love this
0: space. 500 episodes. <laughs> Thank you. That, that, that's a true milestone because, <laughs> you yeah. know, a lot of content created over a long time and a lot of shows don't yeah, last that absolutely. long. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Actually, uh, 97% of the shows today drop off before their ninth episode. So if you're past your ninth episode, you already can tell that you're top 10% podcaster, which is amazing.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> huh. Wow, your top 10% if you can just get past episode yes, nine.
1: That is correct. <laughs>
0: So see, you can be a superstar, it doesn't take that long, you know, just record them all at once. Absolutely. I mean, that's one of the things, right? (laughs) A
1: lot of people come in this industry thinking, you know, hey, maybe I'll do once a week. A lot of people measure their capacity of whether themselves or a team that they might have. And uh, why is it eight eight weeks? It's normally about two months because the, the, you know, the default cadence is like, hey, we'll do once a week. But the truth is like, you know, a Mm -hmm. lot of what we've seen is a lot of consistency and frequency helps a ton. Um, so like you said, record them all in advance, maybe it's one day, a couple of days, and then start distributing them, you know, over the next couple of months and figure out a a, a cadence that can help you be consistent. That's number one.
0: Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest problems that they have, you know, so let's talk about why businesses, you know, the advantages of getting into podcasting, even to begin with, like, what are some of the ways that you've seen having worked with a a bunch of businesses over the years? The effective ways of leveraging, yeah, podcasting. definitely.
1: I think number one is relationships, right? Like that's that's number one. It's especially in today's world that everybody's all over the place, and they were kind of like expanded, right, with with internet and and being able to meet and do these things online. Mm-hmm. I think that's number one. I think number two is the ability to have these very interesting conversations with you know a potential customer, a potential referral lead, a, a potential partner. And then that content being distributed for them, people to be attracted to you, to your business, to your message, to you as a personality, right? So we talk often a lot about, um, the two audiences, right? The people that listen to you, uh, whether that's a podcast, a video show, uh, on your content, on your day to day, that audience is going to take some time to develop and grow, you know, you see very successful channels have been out Mm -hmm. for, you know, nine years, 10 years, producing consistent content to be able to build a sizable audience that then can move into, hey, I'm buying your product, <clears throat> excuse me. So uh, while that's going on, and there's obviously systems and things and you run a marketing agency, right? So like you you could speed that process yeah. up. But on the other side, it's like from day one, you can be developing relationships for partnerships and different things that you can do on the back end of your show.
0: Yeah. Um, a while back, I had a guess that um, her business was actually education. But she had grown her podcast to where, you know, it was getting I well past like the million downloads. And the educ the education piece was actually um, teaching people the nuances of English. Yeah. So I mean, it yeah. makes sense. You know, so she used, you know, the podcast as a way to connect with potential users and current users of the, you know, the software that they offer. And then, you know, in the systems. Mm-hmm. And then be able to sell it yeah. from there, you know. But it's an educational. Absolutely, base. I
1: mean, there's definitely have to be an educational, like you know, function to to whatever you're doing in a sense. Right, like if you're a business, there's a gap between somebody that doesn't know you and somebody that can buy your product, right? And that gap normally is education mm-hmm. based. It's like how can I get them closer? to a point where they can trust me enough to exchange some money for my services or my product, right? So I think podcasting can be a way to do that. You know, a lot of the businesses that we help, they use it as a sales enablement tool, right? Like we, the CEO or the CMO Mm -hmm. will be recording a a podcast episode uh, about a certain topic that could be an objection for the sales team, for example, right? And then the sales team can utilize that asset later in their flow to be like, hey, by the way, if you're experiencing these problems, you know, our CMO is talking about this on the show here's an episode, go listen to it, right? And then now they're listening to it for a whole hour, they build this trust, maybe the message solved their problem and then they're ready to go into the next stage with you. So that's super important to think about, not just podcasting as a audience building type of deal, but also uh, same content, same hour, how can we leverage like that time that is very valuable for for leaders, right? And uh, on top of building their personal brand, on top of the building their business brand, it can also be a very useful asset on whatever sales flow that that company might have.
0: Yeah. If you, um, if you look at some of the podcasts too, that are out there, there's some like really big brands, um, Adobe is one that comes to mind that I know they do some podcasting and yeah, theirs can be, you know, twofold. One can be educating the creators essentially that are using the products on the way, different ways you can do it. So the audience is there. And then the other is, yeah. you attra- can use it to attract new people too, to the programs. Um, and for very large companies, uh, you can end up using it as a way to connect with employees. Like you mentioned for sales enablement, well, that can be actually, um, for a multitude of things, if you have a lot of employees, you know, for companies like General Electric or Ford or anything, you know, you can use it as a way to educate and stay in touch, wow. essentially, with all of these people, you know, and they can do it where it's more on demand, you know, yeah. they, you know, they can choose to listen to whichever episode of the latest goings on in the company because they want to be yeah, more. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Connected. I mean, we have. One of the two, the feedback that we get from companies, right, is like the the acquisition cost and then retention cost of your employees are one of the the biggest like pains for a company, right? So mm-hmm. I think with like a vehicle like this, you can be tackling both at the same time. Like you mentioned, we actually have a company that runs their show here uh, in our studio, and they have they're a global company and they have over two thousand employees, and this podcast is just for internal use only, right? So they do. They do roundtables. Right. They bring different leaders from different areas of of the business. They they share latest news. They share different things that are happening, right? And to the point, you still have um, an internal marketing aspect uh, of your company that you need to be continuing conversa- conversations with these people, especially with w- with bigger companies like this. And I think it's a very accessible medium mm-hmm. for a lot of people to be updated, right? Like in the you see in the in the movies or in the past that like you have the bulletin boards, right, where people put like a newsletter or like they get mail, like. Who's reading that? Like, also internal communication needs to evolve with the time. People are consuming content in different ways, and one of those ways is audio podcast, right? And then how how can you do that? So that's yeah. small audience within your 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 company that uh, that you can be sharing different news and updating everybody, so everybody's up to date and and you can crush it.
0: Yeah, I think I think people get too caught up in the. Um, thinking size of the audience, because if you have, you can have a smaller audience, but if they are very specific in nature, you know, that can be a huge benefit yeah. to them. Um, you know, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of value in having very well tuned in people, wow. you know, versus just size for yeah, size absolutely. sake. I
1: mean, um, you know the audience size is a conversation that that we get to have very often with people that want to start podcasts or they come to the studio just because they're curious about Mm the space and um you know the real answer that we have for them is like well it, it really depends right like uh is your objective what is your objective to build a personal brand is your objective to educate people is your objective to um create relationships through these conversations like uh there's many many ways Mm -hmm. that people can go about but um at the end of the day uh podcasting audience uh according to a lot of data has been or the latest reports is people that have higher levels of education than other channels right so perfect like if you're looking for that type of audience perfect and then people forget that we also have to promote the content that we that we create right so at the end of the day it's like that product that message that video that audio is also a product of your company that needs promoting um so a lot of people forget that you know i'll record it i'll put it online people are going to find me yeah they could but if we're not proactive Mm -hmm. about the promotion aspect less people are going to find it right so it's like where do we where is our audience? Like the more that you know who is your target customer for your message or your product, or who do you want to listen, and you find those pockets of people online or in person where you can put, hey, by the way, mm-hmm. we have this thing that can help you solve your problem. Come listen to us. The faster you're going to grow.
0: Yeah. You know, you also mentioned personal branding in there. And- Yeah, I think it's one of those things that in the last few years have become really big. And you, like we work with um, a number of businesses where the employees tend to eventually start their own. So for example, we work with a lot of insurance agencies um, and what you'll get is the salespeople, right? The people going out and selling policies eventually might go their own way, start their own agency, you know, that type of thing. And so... And this goes with like realtors too, you know, industries that usually have people affiliated with some sort of organization, but they do operate very independently. Yeah. yeah. And podcasting is another thing that can be used to build that personal yeah, brand, 100%, right?
1: 100%. I think is one of the most powerful tools that you can use to build a personal brand, right? Because let's say your message is effective. You're able to solve people's problems. You're answering people's questions um, the people that find you, the people that listen to you consistently are going to build this relationship with you that um, and we've experienced it in our field. We go to different conferences every year and, and we speak and and then we meet these people. They're like, hey, Luis, how are your kids doing? How's your dog? And we share all these stories in the podcast. Right. And we, we have a business show, but, yeah. you know, still personal stories come out. And we're like, how do you know all these things? But it's incredible. And then um, it makes the conversation so much easier. It's like you skip like 10 levels of it. Um, so especially for yeah. these type of, uh, jobs, even inside of a company, right? Like these reps that they're, they're, they're basing like their operational or this success in, in these relationships. I think is so important and at the end of the day, you also become this very valuable asset for your company. So it's best case scenario, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say for some reason you don't agree with company and then you wanna go on your own, perfect. You built an asset and then you build a following and then you can do that. But then also the company recognizes that you're building this incredible asset and then there could be benefits from that. So we've seen both cases with different reps and different sales and and, and especially on the real estate side. And it's super exciting.
0: Yeah, I knew a a guy um, a few years back that he had built up a personal brand. Um, He was a stock trader, you know, and he was working for another company. And what they had him doing was like webinars, YouTube videos, things like that. And, you know, podcasting, of course, would be a perfect fit, but he had built such a strong personal brand. And then he decided he didn't want to be with the company anymore. So they ended up having a fight over that personal brand. He eventually got his way and left. They settled, you know, somehow. Um, But then that brand carried over and those people carried over is the thing. So you can, if you build that personal brand and you choose to stay with the company you're with, you can get a little bit of leverage out of that Yeah, I mean, we've seen
1: that's an interesting point of conversation, especially today that you see, you know, the the famous word the influencer right and you see all these people creating content for yeah, right. x or promoting x product uh but mm-hmm. i think you know the trend is a lot of companies need to realize that that's the norm and it's like how do you build your internal systems to be able to replicate something like that for example so we we've um we came across mm-hmm. this amazing case studies that is actually a chocolate brand that was born on social and uh what the owner did is Mm. like he didn't do anything fancy he just wanted to compete against like the big ones like you know hershey's and and these guys right it's like how do we do that how do we make this brand go viral so obviously the 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 brand you know face value of the brand they had their values they had these things they had their message right and it was like the guidelines and what they did is they recruited hundreds of hundreds of independent creators as affiliates and the guy said look I don't need to manage you, here are our guidelines, go out and create whatever you want to create with our chocolate and the content. You have absolute freedom. And the more you sell, the more Mm -hmm. money will get you. And the company rose from zero to multi-million dollar company almost overnight because they had hundreds, if not thousands of creators creating and the best ones are going to rise to the top because those are the ones driving the sale. Well, here's the kicker he gave control of the message right like here are the guidelines you do whatever you want to do a lot of companies don't do that right they they, mm-hmm. they lock their message they yeah. lock the they control out what's you know there's like these quality control processes that are really this low down production right so you might have one or two video editors and they're like it goes to the ceo yeah. or whoever is in control of that process and they're like hey we cannot we cannot release this because we say this word instead of that word and you're like who cares <laughs> right at the end of the day uh, and yeah, uh, i think right. that's slowing down a lot of companies today
0: well, that gives the advantage, though, to the, the small, more nimble, flexible operators, too, you know, because like I say podcasting has that ability to help your brand stand out. And that's what, you know, influencers are doing. You know, they're helping individual brands stand out because they build up certain types of audi- audiences. And that's yeah. what podcasting, t- you know, can do as well. And especially from a business standpoint, you also control the messaging but you can be more flexible. So when you're a small business compared to a large corporation. I I
1: think, you know, if, if we're concerned about messaging, uh, also that's another point for podcasting because it's something that doesn't require, depends on like how you set up the production, but for, if you want your CEO or your C-suite being part of this, right. For them, it might be one or two hours a month Mm -hmm. that they invest into something like this. right? And then your production team can take over and then guess what the quality control process is is, is a check because is your ceo who's talking right it's not a a person that might be training right if somebody's nah. a founder for example so we have yeah. we helped this real estate company here in town where the the cmo was they had about 80 employees at the time that were working with them and he was trying to record every single person asking questions around campus people were escaping from him every time he was gonna you know he was bringing the camera And we're like, well, let's do this. Why don't we launch a show where like you're the host and, you know, we satisfy your itch of having these conversations. And the structure was literally, we're just going to record four hours a month with key people, key relationships. And for him, that did it. And then the production team can shape that message to their liking and then distribute it massively, right? So we triple output, not just like from those four hours but different things. And guess what? It was very fast because whatever came through that mic, if he didn't want it out, he'll tell us right there. And then normally it was like, well, I said it, I founded the company. I'm the CMO. I know the message, you know, I know what I want to share. And then Mm -hmm. we were able to move very, very fast. So I think that's another advantage of maybe producing a podcast from the C-suite level. (laughs)
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay. So now if you're going to produce a podcast, and you say are a retail brand of some sort, you know, like, how do you go about building? What are some of the best, you know, ways to build an actual audience, though, for it? Because if it's not an internal podcast, which would be kind of a built in audience, you know, if you're actually trying, you know, because you mentioned the chocolate, okay, he went after a bunch of creators, you know, influencers, and that's how they went about it. So you know, but what are some of the other ways that you could potentially, you know, approach it that yeah, you've absolutely. seen
1: absolutely. I mean, same thing, like what, what will be the number one goal? So I'm assuming it will be sell more of our product, <laughs> uh, number one, right? Mm-hmm. That's how people approach sure. content most likely. So the, the, the first two things that we have to conquer or solve for, it will be like, how can we be consistent? And then how can we be frequent? So, first one establish a creation cadence a production cadence and a distribution cadence so that's one because if the content is not created produced or distributed there's not nothing out there that we can you know optimize for mm-hmm. then that's going to give you some data right uh then on the distribution side is like how where do we put this content that people that are looking for these problems are asking for that so that could be a place online that could be uh around your your market in your town like depends of what type of product you do and then the third one, uh, it will be, I will be focusing on relationships if it's a B2C, if it's a consumer product, what's a relationship that you can have one okay. conversation, but that conversation provides multiple opportunities, right? Because a lot of people think about on the B2B, I'm, you know, we go to the real estate side of things like this guy, uh, his name is Greg, right? He went and he interviewed the major of the city. Right. Turns out that they built an incredible relationship and now they're buying half downtown to develop downtown. Right. And I'm not saying it was, you know, the podcast <laughs> fault, but that definitely improved their relationship between both of them. Right. Because nobody else was doing something like that. Everybody was trying to have a meeting with them and they were able to do it through a podcast. Now, as a consumer, we had, um, yeah. uh, we had this amazing guy, Tony, he, 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 he was selling a software solution for accessibility. Right. So he will, he was going through individual uh page owners having these conversations trying to sell them like the solution which was very technical so a lot of people that build their own websites are either learning they might not be the right person for it and Mm -hmm. it was just really challenging for a 30 dollar product right so he shifts perspective and he goes okay you know who has my customer (laughs) and uh ends up going to um agency owners people that help with you know website domains or website hosting or website building I mean, Mm -hmm. like you guys already have hundreds of hundreds of my customers. So how he did it is like having these tech conversations about topics that he liked, topic that the other host liked. So he enjoyed the process of creation, producing and distributing. But then at the end of the conversation, he was like, hey, by the way, I have this solution, which by the way, like if you put in into your websites, your customer gets a tax deduction. I get a tax deduction and you get a tax deduction. So it's a win-win for everybody because now... They're helping more people. You get money, I get money, and we're good. And he created this amazing win-win relationship. And same, you know, we have another example with books, right? Like, how do we sell books if it's not the audience listening and buying one book at a time? Well, can we find somebody that could buy 100 books orders, right? So, you know, we go to, Uh if we have a book that's fit for churches, who makes a decision in the church, we create content around that, around the topic. And then at the end of the day, well, hey, by the way, I wrote this book, will you be interested in having this conversation? And then you go one to many, right? Um, so I think it's a very incredible tool as you build your audience that will build your consumer product, you can also go and tackle those conversations that can present bigger opportunities.
0: Yeah, let me ask you, you know, cause you mentioned like things like books and stuff. Um, What's the value in being a guest on podcast? That's very,
1: that's amazing. That's very powerful, right? So um, the best way to promote a podcast is to go and talk on other podcasts, right? The podcast consumer consumes all the podcasts, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, so um, like I said earlier, like different people consume content in different ways. So my YouTube consumer, it might be different than my podcast consumer. They might overlap here and there. But that's something to keep in mind, right? Every single channel has a profile of consumer. Um, so if you want to promote your podcast or if you want to guess on other people's, it's like first of all, well, is their audience valuable, right? Like I'm gonna go because I have a message to share and, and I'm happy to connect mm-hmm. with other people as well. But that podcast host developed this incredible relationship with the people that listen to them, whether that's one person or thousands, right? And then guess what? By them bringing you into their platform, he's basically telling their audience, Hey, trust this guy. I trust his message or or I'm curious enough to, to learn about this. Right. And then it's trust by association in a sense. So that's very powerful for the podcast guest to go out on different platforms. And we've seen in different ways, like we we de- haven't put in internally for us we haven't done like a really big effort to go on different shows but you know as requests come in uh we're like perfect let's let's go and, and see what's up we just you know parted up with with podmatch who you know helped us c- come together yeah and that's been one of the initiatives that we've done um to like everything is a hypothesis we're going to test it out we're like hey is this valuable for us investing X amount of time, right? Whether that's, you know, on the message side Mm -hmm. of things or the relationship building, you know, behind cameras, you and me, we're talking about different opportunities that maybe we can pursue together. That to me is very valuable, right? Um, So I'll definitely recommend people to go and, uh, and have these conversations
0: yeah because i mean you know the it's also you know you can you are continuously creating content that you know allows for social media and everything because you can you know you're getting in front of people's audiences but you're creating content for your own audience too if you're building up any kind of social following 100 percent yeah, I, I, so I think a lot the, of
1: people focus also on the external result of like, you know, the podcast, but we forget the internal benefits mm-hmm. of this, right? What are the internal benefits? Internal benefits is like, I get to share my message directly with somebody. So if I say something, you might react to it and you'll be like, if you're nodding and I'm like, wow, that's a good indicator that what I just said was really interesting. In my industry. So maybe I can use that on a different piece of content or in my sales calls or in my messaging for my company. So it gives you immediate feedback. Also, if the audience reacts and they're right. like, hey, guys, like this episode was like downloaded or like you have these indicators to that. But also internally, it helps you yeah. express your ideas and really um, lean into what you really believe. Right. So if you're like if they're being asking you questions, is your opinion, you are a thought leader at that point. And you have to be like, okay, if I say Mm -hmm. this, I'm gonna have to be able to back it up. And it and that's super important in today's days and age because um, you know, your message is everything, right? Like and I'm I'm a firm believer that every single company should um should should have the opportunity to manage their own message and not rely on other things. So developing that voice is very important today.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. They, you know, it's I've talked with a lot of people, and you know, you build a brand voice, but you're your own best speaker, you know, to that. And so, if you're doing something like podcasting, you're able to really control it. And like you mentioned earlier, where um, you know, you have high level CEOs and stuff. Well, if they're part of the podcast, you know, it's they're not going to shoot down things that they said, you know. So they're able to again control the voice that they're putting Absolutely. out for people. Uh, so that's um now one of the things that's come along lately especially with TikTok and the video shorts that have been going on so what's the value you know because especially you know because it's all social um there's a lot of software like opus and other you know programs that allow for cutting podcasts up and then helping build audiences yeah so how's that work i
1: mean um that's literally our core business we actually started creating content uh for podcasters or long form content creators that wanted to save some time and leverage the time that they were already investing in creating. So we've been in this industry for about five years, even way before, like all the AI tools came up. Right. So, um, that's one of the best ways that you can to promote, like I say, go back to the beginning is, Hey, uh, different people consume content in different ways. So what are some channels that you might have podcast listeners, but again, is the objective of your micro clips to promote your episode. So people go to your episode. So we have to also put our lenses on like, what is the role of the micro content? Right? So there's, there's two, we'll simplify There's two types of micro content. If you create long form content is the content that you grab from your long form interview. So you can use different, you can use your own team. Mm-hmm. You can use AI tools to, you know, extract these ideas and then put them out on social. Right. Um, so that's one way. The other way is like about what you talk, then you can create those clips organically to promote in whatever social media channel, right? And then layer on top of that, yeah. different algorithms, different ways of social media interact with your content the way that people are used to, or they want original content, right? Not so long ago, the, the rise of the captions, we call it, is like everybody wanted this certain type of captions for their content <laughs> thinking that that was the secret. Well, let me tell you what, it's not the secret. The secret is, You, your message, your voice, are you polarizing? Do you have your own opinion? Like if the talent is not good, your content is not going to be good. But here's the thing, it will help you regardless. How it helps us big time is we put the lenses of what we call the content ecosystem. So podcast is a piece of that content ecosystem. The content that comes from that podcast is another piece of that ecosystem. So we might be reaching people that Mm -hmm. might not be ready to listen to my podcast today but they keep seeing it. And then all of a sudden they hear a clip or they hear something that clicks and it helps them and be like, I'm actually gonna go listen now to that episode. It's just like a sales cycle, right? Like it takes an average of what? Eight mm-hmm. to 15 touch points for people to make a decision on a product. It's the same with your podcast. Yeah. Your Podcast is a product, it's micro content. What it does, it just create frequency and consistently on the channels. So then a percentage of those will go to listen to your podcast. In our specific case, uh, what we see in the transfer the most has been from Instagram. You know, we were born on Facebook, so that has a ton of traction. That was where mm. our show was born as a live show. Um, so a lot of the following that that continues to consume our content comes from that. But then on Instagram has been the one that transfers the most. So an Instagram consumer for us, uh, about 5 to 7% of the people that see our clips transfer uh, every single month to be a podcast listener. So yeah, I'm going to take that organically mm. every single day. Uh, on YouTube is a different story. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's great. Um, so if people want to get started, you know, in podcasting, what are, what's your key pieces of advice to get them going?
1: uh, It's a really good question. Depends on your business. Um, I'll highly recommend, uh, focusing on building relationships through your podcast. The audience will come, but the audience will come down the road. So if you are looking for uh, an actual return on investment, it's going to be either your time or your team, right, is focus number one on the relationships. And how can you do that is having conversations of this. So imagine you have, you know, you are the your little universe Mm -hmm. of things, right, whether like your business, your personal taste, your things that you like, you know, and then you're going to have different guests. And then the middle the topic. You can actually make it whatever you want, enjoyable, so you can stay consistent. And then after that, it's like, well, is that relationship going to help me move my business forward? Whether that's a referral, whether it's like, hey, let's collaborate of some sort. Hey, and the collaboration can be the content itself, right? It doesn't have to be a hidden thing on the mm-hmm. back end. It could be the content itself. Um, so I think it's also a very incredible tool to practice consistently and then is a way of entry for different kinds of content so a lot of people that we work with we're like hey we're starting a podcast but then they evolve into a youtube channel because they actually enjoy creating different types of videos um so my recommendation keep it simple remove the friction uh as in do we have the equipment no what equipment do we have this one okay let's go record it. if you don't have equipment i'll say quick google search podcast studio somewhere you're going to be able to help you out with with all that so remove the friction so you can create consistent
0: okay well luis how would people get a hold of you you know you've got multiple (laughs) you know businesses going on yeah if they like to
1: to listen to podcasts they can find us in every single platform uh just type content is profit you'll find us it's me and my brother as a co-host um if you if you go to Bizbros.co, B-I-Z-B-R-O-S.co, you're gonna be able to find some of the stuff that we do. Um and then if you are in Jacksonville, Florida and you want to rent a podcast studio, you can just go to studiopodcastsuits.com.
0: <laughs> okay. Well this has been another great episode. My name is Cash Miller, I'm the host of Marketing Masters, CEO of Titan Digital. Thank you for tuning in.